All right, let's get it cracking, YouTube. What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind, man, and this is another weekday drop. Listen, man, this is January 2023. Ooh, we got a show for you. Let's get it cooking, man. Hey, before we get it cooking, man, hide in the kitchen, man. Hey, we got some drink this time. Last time, we had a little parched on the show. But we came prepared this time. Be sure to follow your boy Master23Mind everywhere. Mastermind RGTV, the gaming page. We here, we there, we everywhere, baby. Real gamer on all podcast platforms. Amazon, holla at your boy, man. Subscribe, like, share the channel. Tell a friend, tell a gamer, man. Tell a mastermind is in here cooking up some more hot stuff in the gaming world, man. We're going to be talking about a couple things. I'm going to be going back and forth with a couple topics. And the first thing we're going to jump right into, man, is this Last of Us on HBO, man. Hoo-hoo! Boy, my mic too loud. Hold up. Listen, man. <clears throat> this Last of Us on HBO. Clap it up, man. If I had some emojis or a little sound effects, I don't really like all the sound effects in my my stuff. But, yo, listen, man, they did an amazing job with this Last of Us on HBO. I really enjoyed it, and I really um, like where they're going with it and how a lot of these scenes was um, scenes from the game. And it was like, yo, I already know what's going to happen next. But the show go into so much depth. To us, like, okay, wait a minute, I gotta go back and play this game now because now I wanna see, you know, after watching the show, it makes you wanna go back and play the game now. That is great. So, spin off this topic just a little bit. God of War. Oh boy, boy, boy. The world is in the palm of our hands, gamers. Listen, man, we got a God of War TV show or movie possibly coming. We got, um, Horizon, Forbidden West, or whatever, um, possibly coming TV show, uh, movie. Uncharted did its thing. You see how the movie did so good to where they did really hand-to-hand with the game, following the game or whatnot. Watching that movie, guess what I did? Went home and played Uncharted. Now, looking at The Last of Us on HBO, what I want to do? Go play some Last of Us. Great marketing, great game great movie uh, I mean TV show and the way they're going with it I say they can at least do three seasons they can at least do three seasons it's, it's already starting out really good the beginning of it uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers alerts or anything but I'm pretty sure everybody has seen it by now it's yo it The Last of Us has dominated uh, numbers I think they said um, what over a million or some screams Anyway, it dominated the numbers on streaming, so I'm pretty sure everyone has already seen it, but if you haven't, man, listen, I'm finna drop a spoiler. The beginning of it, bro, when he lost his daughter, man, that was just so breathtaking, man, and just so, like, emotional, and I feel like set the tone of the show, and even in the game, that was, I felt the same way. You feel what I'm saying? So playing it and then looking at it, it's like you get, that's why I love video games because when we, when we watch movies or TV shows, yeah, we're immersed in it, but as a gamer, is is that plus more? So it's like as a gamer, we're playing the game and playing that scene was like, yo, I felt like I was really there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And two, 
especially like when it when when the games break off into like fights or whatnot, like it's a lot more immersive and it's a lot more fun because you get to interact with it, the environment and the people, the characters, and you you know what I'm saying, finagle through the game and it's pretty cool. It forged a movie. You're just watching them like oh oh jump oh oh like you're not in control. The video game gives you the control and a little of the freedom as if you're the director, you're the character or whatnot. And I love how the similarities of a great game like Last of Us and now we get to see a great TV show of The Last of Us. And when you can put those two things together, I think it's like a perfect um, puzzle for a great catalog like this and PlayStation they got a hit on their hand man you know what I'm saying they got it they got they they did really good with this I can't wait to see um all the other episodes when it dropped they got some classic on their hands man and when I seen that scene I was like oh man that's it's so so emotional man it was it was just hearts wrenching and you know what I'm saying and the scenes with the zombies and like yo they did a really good job at it a lot of these scenes we see from the game the clickers the noise of it you know what I'm saying like Yo, pretty dope. Uh, can't wait to see more. Moving on, talking about something else, man, because I don't want to make the whole show about Last of Us. But when every episode, put it like this, I'm going to do subtitles, uh, sub shows on the podcast pertaining to the Last of Us TV show because of the fact that it's a game and that's a TV show. The palm of the world is in our hands, gamers. Let's talk about this for spoken. So, Forspoken is about to get ready to drop. By the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be already out. But they dropped an update. We actually got to play the demo. I was going to play it uh, last night, man. I was just so tired, man. But they got uh, they dropped some updates or whatever for Forspoken, the demo. And, hey, I appreciate that. I like that. For the mere fact that the developers take time to work on updates just for the demo to give people that haven't purchased the game the the time and the fixes that, uh, you know, a lot of you don't really see a lot of demos. You don't really see a lot of like press conference or people coming. Hey, we're going to send out a big update for a demo. You don't really see that a lot. So for the mere fact that they're, they're dropping a demo, uh, updating the demo you know what I'm saying? Not just no simple updates either. Like some really like, hmm, I, I thought the game was out the way they came out and started speaking about it, saying, you know, we're going to do this and do that. We realized the, the you know, uh, something about the text they were saying it was too low or something like that. So for the mere fact that a demo is fixing all this stuff, I can't wait to the game, man. And that's another game that like kind of surprised me when I, I wouldn't say surprised me playing it, but. It moves very smoothly. And when you can get a really comfortable game that that moves like really smooth with the combat and good graphics. Oh, man, you may have a good title on your hand. You know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout for for Spoken, man. By the time you hear the podcast, it's going to be out. That's like a really great game. I got a chance to play the demo, man. And it was freaking it was freaking amazing. I got to play some more of it. So. Big shout out to the to them and the uh, developers of that great game, man. Listen, we got to talk about this Metal Gear Solid, man. So, for those that don't know, we may get a PlayStation showcase, um, probably in February or March, maybe. 
uh, and we may get a Metal Good Solid remake. There's rumors in the air, a lot of rumors on Twitter, a lot of rumors everywhere you go, at least everywhere I see. We hearing rumors about a Metal Good Solid remake. For those that's new to the show, I'm a really big Metal Good Solid fan. Uh, you can be sure to follow me on YouTube, Mastermind RGTV, where I used to play a lot of Metal Good Solid, uh, Phantom Pain, and used to kick butt at it. Listen, man, I, I'm a hey, hands down professional at what I do, man. Listen, I do it at a high level, man. And I have so much fun, fun playing Metal Good Solid Phantom Pain. And I feel like if they remake these older Metal Good Solids and playing, play them, have them playing like Phantom Pain. Clap it up for them. It's going to be over with. You hear me? Now, don't give us no camera from the rooftop. You know how the old Grand Thavado, I spoke about this on a previous episode of the podcast, where the camera is, you know, the camera is up in the sky and you're looking down and you got to say, no, don't give me that. Don't remake. Don't give me that. Now, we done seen Death Stranded dropped like a little Easter egg or something in their game to where you, he was hiding in a box or something and they showed one of the maps or something looking like a classic Metal Solid stage. Like, yo, sign me up for that, man, as soon as it drop. Because if it looks anything like Phantom Pain or play like Phantom Pain, listen, that's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, man, let's go. So if we get a Metal Solid remake, uh, I'm sure we're probably going to get it. Maybe they're not going to give it to us um, right when they announce it. No, nah, I doubt that. If they do, oh boy, it's going to sell out. It's going to sell out big. It's going to sell out crazy. I already know, but we'll probably get, we'll probably get the announcement in the, in the trailer for it probably February, March, but we're probably going to get the game released probably end of this year or maybe beginning first quarter next year. I don't see them dropping it the beginning or second half of this year. I don't see that. Nah, nah, nah. But can't wait for it. And another one I can't wait for. Resident Evil 4. Listen, Resident Evil 4 remake is coming out in March. Listen. We got another banger on our hands. Those that's new to the show, listen, man, I'm a really big Resident Evil fan. Again, these games, I don't just be preaching in here, just talking about it. I used to be in here playing them, man, and going hardcore at them, too. Listen, man, beat all of the Resident Evil games, except for the first person, the village, and all that. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Got all little Resident Evil Blu-ray movies or whatever, man. Listen, man, Resident Evil 4 was one of my favorites, and I will be getting it. Y'all will be seeing me playing live day in day out playing some Resident Evil 4 and I'm gonna be going crazy at it because I still remember a, a lot of these like where guns at ammo shortcut trophies and all that and they may have changed all this in the game but I can't wait to get my hands on it boy hey listen man you remember um you remember Ada from uh, Resident Evil uh, the new remakes that got Resident Evil 2 and 3 yo if they bring that Ada into it now we're talking about they're connecting these stories how they need to be connected you know what i'm saying so i'm hoping that they they connect how the because the characters was redesigned in the resident evil 2 and 3 remake you feel what i'm saying so if they connect this resident evil 4 remake to those storylines that'd be perfect we know they're going to do the graphics and the comeback style or whatever the shooting the system and everything is going to be similar to that. We know that's coming. We already seen how it look and everything. We know all that. But 
We know they may change a little bit, some stuff in the game. One thing I really hope that they improve the AI of Ashley. Ashley need to be a little bit more smarter. She was really kind of like a dumb rock. <laughs> on the, and, and you talking to OG here, man. Listen, man, I got it on GameCube. You know what I'm talking about? So she was a dumb rock on GameCube. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just be a hundred with y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? But so I'm hoping that the AI gets a lot smarter. We're going to talk about AI later on in the show, but I'm hoping that the AI is a lot more smarter in this one. Um, and not just computer AI that we're going up against. We know they say the zombies are going to be a little bit more smarter. They're going to do different moves or whatever. We know that that's cool. Yeah. I got a new game plan. I got a new hot game plan for you. So that's cool. So I'm hoping that AI that's on our team be a lot more smarter and uh, be able to uh, maneuver and really help us throughout the game. You know what I'm saying? So really pumped for that. I know the graphics is going to be crazy. Um, I need a pop filter on this thing. You hear that P when that just... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I know the graphics is going to be crazy. Um, I, I can't wait, man. I'm hoping that, you know, even though there is a remake and... The story is going to be real similar, but I'm really hoping that they open up new doors for this one and also uh, cover a lot of stuff that wasn't covered in the original Resident Evil 4. If we get that all in a total package, hey man, the Game of the Year awards this December when it comes, it's going to be a hard time choosing Game of the Year because I'm telling y'all, it's a lot of great games coming out of 23, man, and we got... Let's just run down a couple lists real fast. We're we'll just spin this into our next topic. We're going to come back and talk about AI. So we're going to come back to that. But a lot of great games are dropping. I wrote a couple of them down on the board, but not too many. We got Spider-Man 2, another great game that's going to be amazing. It is, it's going to probably be game of the year. Um, we got the Assassin's Creed coming, a new Assassin's Creed coming out this year. Potentially, it's going to be probably in the, nominee, the, the nomination for game of the year because just like... Uh, one year Assassin's Creed Van Halen was in that race. You know what I'm saying? Um, we, from, remember, we got Forbidden West DLC. Not going to be in the race, but it's still going to be a new game that's going to be dropping this year or a new add-on to the game. I honestly consider DLCs like a whole other new game too because a lot of these, especially for a game like Forbidden West, <clears throat> a, a, a long game that has a DLC, and something like for Ben West is, you know, it's it's pretty lengthy. It's a pretty lengthy game. And some games that be so lengthy like that, it's like mm, they don't really need a DLC. So if you give me a DLC, I would really appreciate it because now you're adding on more value of the game. If the game is already 30, 40 hours long and they drop another DLC for us, bet I'll take it, especially if it's a great game. So I consider that another game, but it just add on to for Ben West. We got that dropping this year. Um, Metagus Solid, possibly rumors, at least a trailer, but probably not dropping this year. Um, of course, Resident Evil 6, um, Resident Evil 4 remake, just the name. The Final Fantasy, listen, another game that's going to probably be nomination for game of the year this year. That game looks amazing. Uh, I, I want to know more about the story, though, uh, because I was a little bit like, mm, I can't wait for it, but. Final Fantasy usually always have a good story, but I'm just still got hope in the F for uh, Final Fantasy X remake. Wow, we we getting we getting all my favorite games remade and stuff for that one. So 
I'm really hoping for a Final Fantasy X remake. So hopefully we'll get that. But this new Final Fantasy that's dropping, I think is like what sixteen? We're on sixteen now, something like that. Seventeen, sixteen. Uh, it, it looks like it's like a really great game, and I just want to know more about the story and how uh, the combat system and everything is. Uh, this new Final Fantasy that's just dropped, uh, was it Core? Core something? It's like a side story to the Final Fantasy Seven or something like that. Shout out to the homie hip hop gamer. He was playing and uh, he was playing on the, with the cheat code Plitch. Yo, we need to bring the cheat the, the, the cheat code to consoles. You know what I'm saying? I understand both of the arguments of um, why we don't need cheat codes and why we do need cheat codes. Let's break that down and talk about it here on the show. Maybe we can clip this up for the homie. He can throw it in his mix or whatnot. But I'm a big fan of cheat codes, so I'm not even going to hold y'all to it. Yo, so listen. <clears throat> One of the valid points that he always make was about Witchers, for example. So... I've played, I got Witchers uh, when it first dropped on PS4. And yo, listen, Witchers is a very long game. I put in over 300 hours on the Witchers game on PS4. And we got this new update for the PS5 to where, you know, free up, free upgrade or whatever. Guess what? I'm not able to transfer my data. So those 300 hours of work that I put in on the Witchers. You're damn right I'm mad about it. You know what I'm saying? I want to transfer my data. You're damn right I do. Do I want to start over? <sighs> Maybe a new game plus. I'll do a new game plus, but just from scratch, nothing. But no, give me that cheat code. <laughs> that is when the cheat code comes into play. Like, okay, yeah, give me that. Or vice versa for the people that don't have a lot of time. Listen, man, you know what I'm saying? Older gamers, man, we don't really have enough time to really come here and really indulge and put 300 hours in to these games you feel what i'm saying so we just really want to come in and enjoy the game and have fun if you really want to enjoy the game and have fun boom pitch cheat code man put it in there no no brainer give me god mode all day baby you know what i'm saying all the money shields armor everything let's go new game yeah i start over hey i make it 300 hours with these cheat codes here you know what i'm saying because that brings the excitement that bring the joyfulness to the game and you don't have to put in all the time and trying to grind. And, and you know what I'm saying? Especially like if you you just running through it and not really grinding, you're going to run into a boss fight that's going to be like required level 50. I'm just on 25. You got to spend some time to get to level 50 just to fight that boss and get this new special armor and this, that, this, that, this. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of other fillers that's in the game. It's like, man, I don't really want to do all this, man. Do I have time for this? Not really, but oh, fuck it. Go and do it. So it's one of those... I can see, and some people argue that, you know, cheat code take the, uh, the the fun is out of the game. But at the same time, I can see their point where like, you know, well, I want to, I want to work for it. You know what I'm saying? I want to grind up and get the special armor. I don't want to just be given the special armor as soon as I start. True. I see your point. But if you got time and you want to grind for it, do it. But for the people that don't have time, you feel what I'm saying? It got to be some type of balance. And I feel like back in the day, we had that balance to where we can put a cheat code in. You know, Grand Theft Auto, perfect example. Man, yo, bro, you know how many people still play Grand Theft Auto story with the cheat codes? Without the cheat codes? That really didn't, I can't really say it didn't make a difference, but that was a balance. You know what I'm saying? Like Game Shark. Like, if you don't want it, don't use it. If you do want it, you give me the leeway for that. Thanks. That's what games are for, to kind of give me the leeway and the freedom to kind of do what I want to in this creative game, in this creative digital world. 
So I'm all for cheat codes. You feel what I'm saying? Especially in this situation that I'm going through with the Witchers because I put over 300 hours into it. No, I don't want to do it again. Give me the cheat code all day, baby. If we had a cheat code on console, man, it'll be activated on a whole lot of games. For a perfect, another perfect example, uh, Mega Man. I got the Mega Man X collection. I'm so grateful that they have that um, kind of like a little cheat code built into the game to where you take less damage or you take no damage or something like that. Yo, Mega Man X is one of the hardest games ever made. So to put a to put that into the game, you know how much fun I had playing the game? I still had trouble fighting the boss. I still had to grind and really, really play. So say all that to say, for the people that don't like cheat code, cheat codes or whatever, just don't use it. But if one day you feel an urge to just want to try some stuff, hey, there's nothing wrong with it, bro. Activate the cheat code. We need a balance back in games, and um, they need to bring that back to consoles. I don't really now. This is the tricky part. So when they bring it back to games, um, that's gonna be cool. Consoles or whatever. They, you know, I'm pretty sure they're gonna find a way to bring it back. Um, but when you get into a play with like well three games and competitive e- esports games or whatnot, that's where the trickiness come into to, to play. A game like Call of Duty, you don't need a cheat code. Nah, 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 don't do it. Nah. Play fair and square, you know what I'm saying? No cheat codes. Even though some people do be cheating on the game, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, So any other, like, competitive Street Fighter, you don't need cheat codes. If we're playing against AI or playing an RPG or a story, story game, give me cheat codes all day. You know what I'm saying? But competitive-type games... Uh, web three games because web three games you're gonna have to pay for your armor or pay for this or pay for that and you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to activate a code that's gonna give you all of that stuff you feel what i'm saying so it's gonna be interesting and kind of tricky how things is gonna play out in that that area that great area of game of gaming period so you know for but for the consoles and pcs oh cheat codes all day baby don't don't hesitate sign me up for it Moving on to the next subject, man. We're going to talk about a little bit about this um, Google and NVIDIA joining Sony uh, on the FTC concerns with Microsoft. Listen. I'm so tired of them still fighting about this, man. <clears throat> Shout out to the homie Lemon. Man, Call of Duty need to be on all consoles, period. It don't need to be locked away. I don't feel that Xbox would lock it away five years on down the road. I don't I don't feel that because it makes more sense for it to be open to all. Um, because for one, if an ecosystem as big as Call of Duty is open to all, guess what? Bigger uh, 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 audience and arenas for esports. So we need that. We need that. Bring, bring me all of the smoke. I want Nintendo. I want Steam. I want PC. I want NVIDIA. Uh, little cloud console people. Go ahead. Get Call of Duty. Get on. Come on. Get online. That makes the arena much bigger and the, the area is more bigger. It's just it's better for all of us gamers. It's better for everyone. I don't see. I don't think these guys are going to lock it up. So, Sony, man, y'all need to just make kills on 
Let's go ahead and break into this segment of the episode. Um, I need to start swapping up episodes, splitting them up into different things because this portion of the show, we're going to call it the future fortune teller, maybe. <laughs> so check this. We got uh, Google really good at cloud, cloud gaming with the cloud services and whatnot. Pretty dope. We see what they got going on. Just kind of paint a picture for you. Follow me for a second. Um, we got NVIDIA with, you know, their cloud situation they got going on. And plus, you know, NVIDIA graphics cards and, and everything else. Um, what if these guys, you take somebody like, so Google's not necessarily in the console war anymore, hardware wise. NVIDIA, they're 50 50. Um, of course, you know, Sony, big juggernaut out of room. So instead of making, teaming up, making a great hardware, because Sony's AMD, but let's just say that split com to where AMD go with Xbox, NVIDIA end up maybe going with PlayStation 6. So we just paint you a picture, maybe. Um, and Google bag these guys on cloud and everything else. And I also tend to note that Google also working with something, working with some blockchain technology too, right? Okay. Uh, NVIDIA, really heavy in AI. We're talking future, future. I'm talking about PS6 Pro maybe or something. Just paint your picture maybe. Uh, because all of this stuff would make great competition in the gaming industry. NVIDIA good with AI and, and things of that matter. Uh, PlayStation decided to take a break from AMD uh, and begin to work with these guys. Not only that they're working with these these big tech companies to build the next hardware, but if they're able to build the next amazing uh, video game, that would be hmm something to think about. Xbox. Um, teaming up with Nintendo. Hey, Nintendo will cut you a deal. Cool. Nintendo got character catalogs or whatever. Um, they're still cool with AMD. Hey, next Xbox. AMD only. Matter of fact, we're going completely cloud. We're going to come out with all, all AMD graphics cards or whatever, whatever uh, that 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 we're going to work with you guys. It's going to have embedded Microsoft uh, Game Pass or whatever. That'll be fire. That'll be fire. Fire. But um, just paint your picture now. This, 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 is, this is none of this is actual facts it's just paying your pigeon and walking along so these guys so now you're looking at you split it you split it off and you got also you got apple coming in with the uh their ar glasses or whatever they're also in gaming so you split it off you're looking at a really big competition to where it's not just your juggernauts xbox nintendo playstation now you're looking you're starting to look at these game industry companies as really big tech giants or forming kind of like uh transforming and ultra training with uh teaming up with tech companies to make even bigger tech gaming conglomerates that would be a really 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 dope uh rabbit hole future analog to kind of go down to i can kind of get going but i kind of stop there for the audio sake of it because video i talk with my hands like y'all can understand me a little bit better but uh we'll stop there but um you dig what i'm saying that'd be really cool but going back to the main point of the story that google and the video saying yeah we think that basically um 
you know, we don't like this deal that Microsoft got up with Activision either. PlayStation, we stand with you. Man, y'all need to chill, man. Let these folks get Activision and do what they need to do with it, man. They ain't finna try to hold Call of Duty by themselves. I don't think Xbox gonna do that. They just trying to cut everybody into the picture. PlayStation has kind of been ahead of the game with a lot of this stuff for the longest. So when Xbox try to be ahead of the game and try to do what they did just in a different time, it's a problem. Man, we need to stop all this fighting and just make for Call of Duty, free the Call of Duty for everybody. That's my take on that, man, because I'm a gamer and I love all games and I feel like Call of Duty need to be free on all consoles. Let's get it, man. Game on, people. But uh, moving on, talking about something else. I like that future prediction down the rabbit hole I gave to then. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Hey, think about that for a second. Just think about that, bro. Think about that. Just, hmm. Back, because you remember back in the day, we we, we had, um, it's going to go into my, my chip, uh, my chip conversation too. Um, oh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick commercial break for Anchor real, real fast. One second. Ooh, got to take a quick commercial break, YouTube, for Anchor. They, they got to pay some bills over there, Anchor. They got to pay some bills, Anchor. We got to pay some bills, Anchor. All right, let's, let's spin it back. Spin the block one time. All right, we are back. Well, we're going to spin the block one time, Anchor. <laughs> All right, we was talking about um, uh, the future and fortune teller about Google, NVIDIA, Sony, and the Microsoft Blah, 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 blah. That thing is just crazy. But think about that for a second. So, you know, so the the, the Apple, uh, new Apple devices, Apple is working on their own chips or whatnot, like the M, M2 series, M Pro, all this stuff. They're working on their own chips. They're getting, they're getting away from Intel. They're getting away from Foxconn, Qualcomm. They're making their own stuff now. So check this out. Take a ride down the future with me for a second, y'all. I know I like to time travel a lot now. So check this out. Apple is already into gaming with the Apple Arcade or whatnot. If Apple is already producing their own chips and their own boards, blase, blase, phones, Apple's going to possibly get into uh, cars, uh, healthcare, uh, and these different uh, genres or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So Apple's going to have to start doing some really uh, reaching out and innovation. One of the innovational things we'll probably see from Apple this year is with the VR or the AR headsets or whatnot. If they find some type of way to um, really integrate um, gaming into these headsets, that would be a plus. If they find some kind of way to integrate Web3 gaming, that would really be a plus. But just some really next level, off the wall tech mixed with gaming with these new headsets that would be a plus but they gotta start really doing something to kind of survive through this uh hard economic uh recession that's upcoming possibly um <laughs> like some of the brothers say we're already in it but you know it hasn't really been said but um they need to start reaching in that bag for innovation and that's gonna be probably i feel like that's gonna be one of the things Healthcare, of course, Apple um, can really do something with because they already dominate the market with the Apple Watch. You're already tracking people sleep and heartbeats and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be really dope for them to get into the healthcare sector. That's going to be a really big money grab for them. Uh, they're talking about getting into the, the electric cars or whatnot. 
really big money grab for them. You feel what I'm saying? They're already into gaming. Uh, the mobile phones, sales on phones, whatnot, still dominating. But getting back to my point with the processors and the chips, they're making their own stuff. So imagine if Apple was to say, okay, what if Apple get into the console situation? Apple, a uh, whole Apple console. Now, keep in mind, there, there was a situation back in the day. This was like back in the 80s. Um, when Apple, Apple actually had a console back in the day. This probably, this is before I was born. I'm a nineties baby, but y'all see it on the hat, but you know, but Apple actually did come out with a console a long time ago, but a lot of people don't really think about it and kind of forgot about it because it don't really count. But imagine if Apple was to get back and get into a role of a console production. Amazon stepped the game up and started getting into a console role production. Now, the only thing that'll probably blow it out the water and kill all that is something like Xbox Game Pass to where Xbox is trying to push the future of gaming with no consoles. Uh, But I think if we didn't really have that picture painted and we just stuck with the consoles, there's an opportunity grab for Apple to get into a console grab. That would be pretty dope because think about it. They already make their own chips. They they already make a lot of their own stuff. They wouldn't need NVIDIA. They wouldn't need AMD. They wouldn't need um, Foxcom and, and or whatever, whoever. They wouldn't need none of these people because they already, they're in-housing their hardware and software. You feel what I'm saying? That's big. So... If they get with some great developers or just on the Web3 side of the blockchain game wave that's coming in, they get on if they jump on that with a console. Man, listen, man, gaming just got a whole got a whole lot different on a whole nother level. But we just give we like to kind of see something, envision it, and then kind of put it out there to let you see, hey, this is kind of possible in a world as everything is going correctly, but we're speaking from the gamer's passions here. We should call this the game, the gamer's passion. <laughs> so we're going to put it all on the table and let you think about it. Um, boom. You got Amazon, Amazon console or whatnot. We see that Amazon is, is teaming up with, um, with the new working on a new Tomb Raider. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. You know, we, we, hey, if you, if you get a good, if you get a good catalog of characters history, and even if you start over from a new genre of game, a new, the new genre of games that's coming in, if you snatch the audience hearts up, man, with something like a last of us or a God of war or a halo, you know, these, these classic names and you, you re you recreate a classic name just like these, you got some good on your hand. And if Amazon or Apple, these two new players is in the gaming space, was to step into that and get their hands on that, that'd be dope. That'd be really dope. Or working with Sony to do some new stuff, some new innovative stuff. They're going to need to do something because I got a feeling that when Nintendo get into the league with this new Nintendo, whatever new Nintendo console to come out. I feel like it's going to be really, really innovative. And if it is, 
that's going to probably be a projectory of, okay, if they got that, Sony is going to try to have something similar to that. Or whoever, if Apple was to try to push into the console race or Amazon, they're going to probably have something similar to that. But Amazon already got, uh, what's that thing? I forgot the name of it, but Amazon already got their own little console thing. So like little cloud thing. Uh, I really don't count it, but I'm only saying Amazon now because of the situation. Boom. This is on the board too. Because of the situation with um, AWS partnering up with Avalanche blockchain to scale blockchain solution. That is basically what I just said. What can potentially happen with Apple is kind of already now real time happening with Amazon and Avalanche. So, AWS is partnering with Avalanche to scale blockchain, a blockchain adoption, adoption or whatever. But check this. A lot of the Web3 games is running on Avalanche, Solana, of course, Ethereum. Those are the top three that come to mind. But the first one is definitely Avalanche. Uh, shout out to Gunfire, Avalanche, blockchain, baby. You know what I'm saying? So for to see AWS partner with Avalanche on some blockchain stuff. That's big. That's really big. You know what I'm saying? Um, How I'm seeing this stuff is like, yo, this stuff is possible, yo. I don't see why it's not. Probably because greed and corruption or whatever in the industry. But if you really want to sit down and just have some fun and just really mix things up in the industry, man, and just really cook some stuff up and just creativity of, of innovation and creative ideas, Let's go, man. Call all the executives up. Tell them, let's talk, man. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty big to see someone. I heard that I was like, hmm, who's the number one top three cloud services? AWS, Microsoft, Google, hmm. cloud gaming, Xbox Game Pass. That's Microsoft. Hmm. Okay. I see where yet. Hmm. This stuff is looking real interesting. Tapping into AI real fast. Let's talk about it. I got me some drink this time. Last time on the show, y'all, man, I was real parched. I'm talking about parched. This is not brought to you or sponsored by uh, what I was just drinking, Poway. But uh, listen, man, <clears throat> this AI stuff is getting out of control and out of hand. I just can't wait to see when AI make his way, uh, chat GBT make his way into gaming to where, so uh, a whole episode of the podcast, I spoke a little bit about AI into gaming or whatever. So the thing is, if think about it, you're playing your game. Well, I was talking about a Tesla bot or whatnot, being able to play a video game with a Tesla bot or whatever. You're playing a game. Same thing with cheat code. Instead of putting in the cheat code, let's say if we got a chat GBT uh, bot flying around our home, kind of like the Jetsons or whatnot, and we're talking, we we can have conversations with it or whatnot, and it pull out a controller or it start playing, it don't even have to have a controller because it's tapped into the game. You know what I'm saying? And it can play a game with you. Hey, run some training matches with me or whatnot, or run... Build my team to play with me or whatnot. Now you can have AI. So I feel like if if we can integrate smarter AI, next level artificial intelligence 
into gaming on a um, on, on on a RPG story first person shooter solo uh games listen that'll be really really dope and even outside the game but to just to bring it into the gaming uh cuz one of the things I want to do I want to work with in the gaming space is uh opening up for more better accessibility uh so Imagine if we can have smarter AI that can also assist us in the game, uh, but also be a better assistant on accessibility uh, and also an assistant for in-game help. So that's going to take the creation of games to kind of change a little bit because they're going to have to start integrating a lot of this stuff into these games for it to work correctly. So imagine if we get... Uh, a really cool Call of Duty game or whatever, and there's a particular mode to where you can play with a chat GBT bot on your team or play against them for training or something like that. That'd be really dope. Um, I think the future of gaming will integrate better and smarter AI. AI has kind of technically always been in gaming, uh, but I think where AI is now, I feel like if we put that level of AI to where like the chat GBT stuff, put that into the gaming, it can be on a whole nother level because the same way how we communicate on these games with humans and play with humans, we can have the same interaction with a smarter intelligence like artificial intelligence. When it get tapped into the game, I really see, I really see artificial intelligence in the future, not only playing these video games, but uh, being able to kind of enjoy itself with us as it play these video games, so it's gonna have to. It's, it's, it's some great areas there because you don't want to play and get destroyed by AI and never being able to beat AI. You also don't want to be in a sense of to where you're on a competitive uh, league or you're on a, comp- a competitive level and. Your team got an AI bot and the other team don't, and they can't beat you because you got an AI bot. So it's it's great areas that need to be kind of, you know, uh, talked about or, or kind of fixed. But that's why I said particular and specific uh, game modes just for AI smarter intelligence within games. But tapping into something like a RPG game, um smarter AI in the game will make a whole lot difference a whole I think games are going to have to get not just smarter AI but really different in the way they bring in the immersiveness that's going to have to be on a better broader scale uh, as the future of gaming develop so when you give us these new things it's not just like okay well I'm buying this new game and we do yeah we do this we we play the game story mode get you know what i'm saying it's not just your traditional you play, you, you you buy the game then you're done playing the future i see is artificial intelligence is something new always happening in the game and that reimmersiveness is 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 being captured every time it's, it's it's just different. I see the the future. It's going. It's a couple of things to where it's going to have to be situated and and much scaled out better 
but I, I, I see it being done. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. But this AI stuff is really getting out of control, man, because, yo, you got they talking about the AI bot predicting uh, lotto numbers, um, writing up writing scripts and essays for, for for kids and students or whatever man just doing all type of crazy things uh writing blogs and stuff for them like it's crazy man it's really crazy it was real funny back in the day before um right when the google home stuff came out um i was tapping into uh, i was tapping into my my, my google bot and, and customizing it to uh say certain say certain things or whatnot you know what i'm saying this was back when i was tapping into a bunch of coding and uh fooling around with some uh home brews and and raspberry pies and whatnot and, and really tapping into the code making it do some things uh w- with the google home stuff before it was real popular and yo that was only the beginning because now what we got chat gbt and especially with the situation where microsoft is finna integrate it into a lot of its products that takes me back more into smarter artificial intelligence into the game. Microsoft is already about to play a big role. And so the big leaders that's going to be in AI is going to be Microsoft with the chat GBT. Um, Google has already been into quantum, quantum computer for the longest. You know what I'm saying? And their AI bots or whatnot. Uh, but Microsoft is going to have the game on lock, you know, um, NVIDIA doing some really cool things in AI also, but with this chat GPT, man, Microsoft is going to have it unlocked, especially when they uh, integrate it into like the Word, Excel, PowerPoint, uh, different, what happened to Cortana? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So integrating something this intelligent into our everyday lives, your AI is going to be the number one talked about thing this year i guarantee you it's already it already is for those that not really familiar with tech or anything this is a gaming and a tech show by the way but you know what i'm saying those is not really too too familiar with i really want you to kind of just look into some of this stuff it's crazy it's really crazy how do you know if i'm not a bot now hmm? <laughs> have my bot talking to y'all and, and he's in a human form you don't know if I'm a bot or if I'm a real person. But uh, this AI stuff is getting really crazy, man. And, and it's going to get even crazier, man. A lot of we're seeing, um, shoot, McDonald's being ran by artificial intelligence. We're, we're seeing robots uh, flipping off of things. Uh, just really doing a lot of cool stuff, man. And, and speaking of robots, CES. I, I didn't really speak a lot about CES, uh, but... Listen, it's a lot of cool stuff at CES. They had a lot of little AI bots there. Uh, I, w- I didn't personally go, but just seeing different reviews and different things. Uh, televisions, they got a freaking wireless, OLED, crazy. A lot of electric cars was there. Uh, Mercedes-Benz getting into the electric car game. Um, it was a really dope sports car that was uh, into the electric car, car game. And... Oh, that's a wrap, IG, because my uh my battery's about to die. But uh yeah, we yeah, we, we was live on IG too. Y'all be sure to follow us on IG. That's man RG TV. And uh but it's a lot of it was a lot of cool tech at um at CES. You know what I'm saying? So to see all of that see all that cool tech stuff that we may get 
has me even more excited for the future of technology. And we're, we're kind of coming out of this um, where the, the, the shipment situation with the with chips and chip shortages and whatnot. Uh, we're kind of coming out of that a little bit. Global um, shipment and things is getting a little bit better. So that's good to see because now we'll probably see. So this year we're going to see a lot of um, bump ups on. Oh, this 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 hey, this is a long, hot show. This, we're cooking today, baby. Um, you're going to see IBM uh, kind of do some things. You know what I'm saying? Intel. Going to step up the game and start doing some things. You're going to probably hear, hear a lot of things, a lot, a lot of new tech stuff and things you're going to probably be hearing about. But I say 2024, 25, it's going to be a different playing field. I really feel like it's going to be a different playing field from hardware and software. And um, we're going to hear we're going to hear some of this stuff this year. But I feel like 2024 and 25 is where a lot of the stuff is going to really start to kind of come into play. But CES has shown some really amazing tech from, from AI to, to electric cars, TVs, uh, chips, graphics. It's crazy, man. This new MacBook with, with, with this new, uh, new MacBook with the new um, Apple chip in it. Crazy, man. Crazy. So it's a lot of stuff that I feel like when tech and gaming just intertwine like that, yo, it's, it's magic, man. It's magic. Uh, moving on real fast. I want to talk about this real fast. Skull and Bones being delayed for the sixth time. Yo, what's up, man? What, what is up? What is up? Why? Skull and Bones was a game I was really excited for. And I actually, um, I actually got the game pass thinking that Skull and Bones was out. One day, and was like, yo, I just played on Game Pass. Oh, they should be out. Did they delay it again? Man, this show been delayed. Man, how many times has the game been delayed? Six times. Get out of here, man. I ain't tripping, though, man. Hey, make the game right. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't want to rush game. I'm a little disappointed that it's, it's being, you know, delayed. But I guess it's okay, man. Give us a great game. Uh, stop delaying it, but if you got to fix some stuff, if it's not ready, don't release it, you know? So, I, I, I hope y'all make it up to us, man. <laughs> this game better be incredible when it drops. <laughs> you feel me? But uh, this new Assassin's Creed, I'm pretty excited about for also a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to see more. I can't wait to see when they show more of that. We'll probably see more of that at E3. Um, man, e is going to be dope. We're going to definitely see probably some more Assassin's Creed at E3. Spider-Man 2, if it don't drop the first beginning of this year, I don't know when it dropped. Uh, I just got it on the board. I don't have like a release date or anything. Uh, but if it don't drop the first half, we're going to definitely see Spider-Man 2 at E3. Um, this Horizon DLC, kind of excited to see where they go with it. We'll probably definitely be seeing it at E3 if it don't come out, if it don't come out the beginning of this year, uh, first quarter of this year. Um, yeah, and that's really all I got on. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, this is right here. Full Discord integration is coming with the next PlayStation update. That's a hot topic. Listen, man, it's gonna tie me back into the topic a little bit about when I was just speaking about artificial intelligence. So, listen, this full integration with Discord and PlayStation is huge. 
if this is integrated the way I'm thinking, boy, y'all better be on the lookout. Boy, y'all better be on the lookout because, man, it's going to get crazy in the future. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's going to be crazy in the future. That's all I'm going to say. But this integration with Discord coming to, uh yeah, and they say it's coming on in March, March the 8th. I got it on the board. Hey, man, listen to this integration with Discord and PlayStation. I'm all for it, man. Y'all need to hop on into my Discord community, man, where I created a digital library. That's right. I created a digital library for anybody to kind of come in, man, and get free game, man. We we dropping all type of gems about entrepreneur, entrepreneurship uh, in the gaming industry, crypto news, business stocks. Like, we we all, man, hey, jump in the Discord community. Stop playing yourself. This the icon. Y'all see the icon in the back, right? YouTube, y'all see it, man. Um, but that's really all we got for the show, man, man. And I'm hyped. I'm hyped for this whole Discord integration coming to PlayStation. You dig what I'm saying? Because uh, all gamers, let's get it. Hop in the Discord. Follow your boy, Mastermind RGTV on YouTube. Mastermind 23 Mind on all platforms, mostly. Twitch will be going live there, playing some Call of Duty and uh, some God of War. We got to get back to this God of War. Quick, quick take about this God of War real fast before we jump out here, man. Listen, this God of War, man, I'm stuck. At uh, this little this mini boss, um, and I didn't rob the boss house. Got all the little goods in there and walked out. And she's waiting at the door. Guess what? I can't beat her, and I can't go anywhere until I beat her. So my uh, God of War screams has kind of been delayed. <laughs> Crazy, I know, man. But I can't wait to get back into some God of War. And uh, start training, man, and, and get through the story. I went to a side quest and started doing some side quest stuff, and and now I'm stuck. So hopefully I get past this boss, man, and get our fight happening with the Valkyrie, man. I'm hoping for the Valkyrie fight, man. So hopefully we get that, man. But uh, we out this thing, man. Real Gamer Podcast on all podcast platforms. We got some new hot stuff cooking up in the future for y'all, man. And uh, we here, we there, we everywhere, baby. Stay tuned for the next episode because we ain't going nowhere. Which which we gonna try to do like um I try to keep the episodes um because I know I'm, I'm I'm so many episodes behind, but I try to keep the episodes at least three to four episodes a month. Um, this is only the second one for this first month, so we're a little bit behind. But we've been working busy behind the scenes, man. I got a lot of stuff I'm cooking up. And I'll kind of a little bit talk on another episode about it. But uh, we out. Game on. Shout out to all my gamers and all my new fans, man. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Love is love. Game on, people.